Welcome to Tile Trends by Tile Club, the podcast where we explore the latest in tile design, installation techniques, and innovative ideas for your home. I'm your host, Lindsay Flukiger, and today we have a very special guest with us, Sarah Gallo, also known as the Five Foot Traveler. Sarah is a remarkable social media influencer who specializes in lifestyle, wellness, and travel. She's a blogger, world traveler, and has recently been focusing on creating a globally inspired home. Welcome, Sarah. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this. We are so excited. Obviously, we've been following your account for a little bit, and we're just so inspired by all of the many places that you've traveled. And to date, it looks like you have hit 117 different countries. I have. It's been a wild journey, to say the least. So how did you develop your passion for travel and what inspired you to start your blog, The Five Foot Traveler? So it's crazy. I actually had a 10-year debilitating fear of flying. So I never expected to live the life that I currently lead at all. Um, I used to have to be dragged onto airplanes. I used to joke if my family could like drive me to our family trips in Mexico. And then uh, after my freshman year of college, I knew I wanted to study abroad. I needed it. I craved it. And I didn't know how I was going to get there at the time because I still had that debilitating fear of flying. Um, But long story short, I actually did hypnotherapy, got over my fear of flying, studied abroad in Florence, Italy. I realized within three weeks of being there that like my life was forever changed. I had to incorporate travel somehow. I had no idea how I was going to do it. But I remember the exact moment on a train from Florence to Siena being like, I'm going to make this a thing. Um, And this is way before the world of of influencers and content creators and everything like that. So I had no idea what my path was going to be. All I knew is that I had control over sort of the direction that I took through college. And so I decided right then and there that I would study abroad a second time in Buenos Aires, Argentina. I would have it be my, I would graduate early. So that was that way. That was my final semester. And um, I won a scholarship to keep a travel blog. And so that was iteration one of the Five Foot Traveler. It was sent out to all of NYU's faculty and students. And it was just kind of this personal experience that I kind of put on the internet. And while I was there, I, I traveled all around and between Florence and Buenos Aires, I was like, there's something here. Like, this is incredible. And, and it allowed me to start seeing all of these different countries and being exposed to all different cultures and navigating different languages. And, and it had just a huge impact on me. I'm sure the obvious question is, what's your favorite location to date? Oh my gosh. New Zealand is my favorite country, like with flying colors. I think New Zealand was like my 86th country. And until then, when somebody asked me, I had no answer. I was like, well, I could tell you my favorite country for food or for culture or for sightseeing or for nightlife or whatever you want it to be. But I didn't have like that number one. And then in 2016, I spent a month in New Zealand with my brother. And I knew within 24 hours of touching down that I officially had a favorite country because the landscapes are just outstanding there. And there's every adventure activity you could ever ask for. So it's amazing. So you mentioned kind of the fear of flying and then going and then navigating like language barriers and all the things. How does one do that? (laughs) Walk us through what that experience is like when you're experiencing a new culture, language, all of it. We want to hear. Absolutely. 
I did the bulk of my traveling when I was younger. And then over the last four years or so now, it's just a few countries a year. And I look back on what I did. And honestly, like I give myself a pat on the shoulder because I'm like, that was a lot. Um, as for how, how it went, it's one of those things, there's nothing that really prepares you for it other than an open mind. Um, knowing that it's going to be hard, it's going to be challenging, but it's also going to be fulfilling. There's nothing else that you could do to prepare for it. And I know that, that that's not really an answer, but you just kind of realize when you're thrown into a situation like that, the mind adapts, you figure it out. It's not like there's a formula that I followed or anything like that. It was more I'm showing up, figuring out how to navigate public transportation. There's a lot of hand motions and uh, gesturing happening to try to break through language barriers. But ultimately, intuition does guide you. And people are so helpful all around the world that even with a language barrier or not knowing your, where you're going or the directions or anything, people want to help in the grand scheme of things. And they want to introduce you to, to their culture and their people and their communities. And so as long as you approach it with an open mind and a smile and with, with, with joy versus frustration that may have happened in route getting there, um, I think that makes all of the difference because on the road, things absolutely go wrong, um, which kind of leads into a lot of home projects as well. Um, <laughs> but on the road, a lot of things go wrong. Um, and that's unavoidable in many cases. And it's nobody's fault. It's not, it's just what it is and how it goes. And so as long as you're prepared for that mentally and have ways to, and if you're solution oriented, then you're going to be just fine. So fun. Now I want to like pack my bags and go somewhere. <laughs> so awesome. I can totally help you. It's, 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 yes. it's amazing. We know that you have purchased your dream home with your fiance. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. How has your travels inspired you to create a globally inspired home? I never knew when I was going to buy a home or where it would be. I mean, I looked up property in Australia. I looked at property in Portugal. I've dreamed about living in Italy again. Um, the joke was that I would, I was never going to settle back down here. And then long story short, I ended up actually purchasing the house next to my childhood home. So wow. traveled the entire world to literally end up back home. Um, they, you know, they say home is where the heart is. And honestly, it really is. And I didn't believe that when I was 25, I thought I was going to live somewhere foreign and marry a foreigner. And that was what it was going to be. <laughs> and then, um, you know, as you just get older perspective, hits and you realize what's most important and it is being close to family. For me, a big part of it was how can I surround myself with decor, style, aesthetic that would make me feel at peace the way that travel did? Because as chaotic as travel is, I also found it very soothing. It was a way to cope with anxiety in many ways. So it was, okay, how do I bring that into my home so that my, my house is a place of zen? So that way my house reminds me of the places that I've been and I don't feel like, okay, I'm stuck in this building that isn't me, doesn't have my personality. And, oh, now I just need to get on the road. Um, so I was really conscious of finding that like happy medium balance of, okay, I'm still traveling. I'm not giving up my brand that I've built or anything like that. But I also want to be able to live in and sit in this house and enjoy it. 
Um, and so for me, I was very hands-on through the entire process of this house because I have, being an entrepreneur and running my own business and traveling the world, I've come to learn, I've come to know myself very well. I know what I love. I know what I don't love. I know I need to be the most productive and the most happy, honestly. Um, and so I was very hands-on through this entire experience. I did everything from designing rooms to like literally the the drawings of the rooms to uh, coming up with the entire interior design aesthetic, ultimately choosing tile and hardware and all the products and everything that came into it kind of operated on a one woman show. I just kind of took um, a lot of the skills that I had acquired over the years to build the five foot traveler and took that to put it into the house because you need to be detail-oriented, you need to have a vision, and you need to be visual, um, and you need to know where you want to go and what you want that end result to be. So there were a lot of parallels to traveling that when I bought the house, I didn't know. And I was like, because it, this was a whole, this whole house is a renovation job. We're doing it step-by-step. Step. Uh, started with some rooms, still have a lot of rooms to go. Um, but I knew that we're willing to put in the time and the effort and build this and do this right, that it would yield me this globally inspired home. And so, you know, the room that I'm sitting in now is my home office. And I went bold and I painted the walls a deep purple, which has been my brand color for the last 14 years. So just little things like that just instantly make it yours. Is there one kind of culture or aesthetic that really speaks to you based on your travels? So I went a little coastal. For me, there's nothing more relaxing than sitting on the beach and watching the waves crash and listening to the ocean. Um, when I lived in Australia for a few months from 2018 to 2019, I lived across the street from the beach. I could see the waves crashing from my balcony. It was outstanding. When I began designing this house and looking at the interiors and how we were going to redesign, I knew that I wanted to bring in that ocean wave in some way into our house. I started just envisioning how I could incorporate that ocean vibe, that coastal vibe throughout our house without having to rely on paint. And ultimately, that's how I ended up on tile. We can't even <laughs> explain how excited we were to see photos of your final installation. <laughs> our you. whole team was like... Thank you. Oh my gosh. Rooms that I did with you guys, and now we're jumping ahead a little bit, but we just Yay. nailed the ocean vibe so perfectly, the beach vibe so perfectly that yes. every time I walk into these rooms that we did together, it gives me that sense of calm and that sense of peace. It's exactly what I wanted. When I saw your tile for the first time, I was like, that, done, sold. I don't need to look <laughs> anywhere else. I know that this is exactly what I want and it's going to look amazing. And that was really exciting. You went with our Emporio green onyx stone lip tile, which does have like blues and greens in there. And what are you loving about having that porcelain stone lip tile? Well, I love everything about it. It's literally my happy place in our house. Um, and it's funny because backing up just a little bit, I always thought I wanted nothing busy. Like I am a very solid color. I, when I first got into the house, I was like, I want nothing with design or pattern on the walls. I want to bring that in through decor. And then, yeah, when I saw your Emporio Green Onyx, I was just like, you know what? This isn't going to be busy. It's going to look like a wave crashing and it's going to be perfect um, because it does have those jades, those blues, that a bit of copper color. And so then I learned that porcelain style is easier to maintain as well. So it's easy to clean, easy to maintain, looks 
stunning. I mean, it is just drop dead gorgeous. And then it is just so much more affordable than the marble. Um, and so for me, it's like artwork on my walls. Um, and that's probably the thing I love the most is every time I walk into the bathrooms that we did and it just instantly transports me back to the beach. And I love that. I I have no words when it comes to it, honestly, because it's the perfect tile. And admittedly, I discovered you guys after I'd already been looking for tile and nothing had really like, I wanted to be wowed. I had this vision and I didn't know what it was, but I knew it had to be beachy. I went through samples from other companies and like nothing, nothing was registering. And I knew we were doing a really big tile area. And so it had to be perfect because if it wasn't the perfect tile, that's a lot of base to be covering in tile that you don't love. Mm -hmm. It was actually my mom who prior to discovering you guys, I had found one that I was like, I was like, Hey, it's all right. And she was like, "Uh uh-uh, you gotta love it. She's like, if you don't (laughs) love it, you're gonna regret it. And then ultimately I discovered you guys I saw your Emporio Green Onyx and I was like, huh, that, done, sold, found exactly what I'd been looking for. Um, and that was a really amazing feeling. Well, obviously we love that main bathroom that you have with our with the green onyx. And then you have two more. I'm partial to the pink. I love oh it. Oh my gosh. The, did you go with was it gold fixtures that I you- went with I went with brushed gold fixtures yes. with the Emporio Pink Onyx. And when I first saw the Emporio Pink Onyx, I was like, all right. I'm going to get a sample and I'm going to see if I can convince my fiance that this is a good decision (laughs) because I admittedly was never a pink person. He wasn't a pink person. But when I saw that on your website, I was like, this has the ability to be something stunning. And I'm funny enough, not even a gold person until recently. So like that, that bathroom, it was a very bold move on my decision. I was like, all right, this is going to be either perfectly what I envision or not. (laughs) And ended up being absolutely incredible it is we we love it um actually for the first two months of living here that was our main bathroom because we were finishing up our master bath and so we like really got to live in the in the pink bathroom and the reason I loved it so much is it reminded me of mine and Mark's trip to Bermuda um it was one of the first big trips that we'd done after the pandemic we did a few like smaller ones and a few staycations and we met um may 2020 and so our whole story is, is just crazy um and so bermuda was one of our first trips and there are pink sand beaches in bermuda and uh when i saw the emporio pink onyx i was like this just reminds me of bermuda like i love this and just the way that the pattern flows in it It truly is like the pink sand beaches. But then I wanted to offset it to ensure it wasn't too girly. Um, I wanted to really like balance the energies in it. And so I went with a deep navy double vanity and deep navy mirrors kind of balance that masculine feminine. We love it. And it really gives off, again, that coastal vibe, but in a completely different yet complimentary way from the master bedroom. And like I said, it's pretty cool to see something that I wouldn't have normally gone with design wise. just. It's amazing. It's so nice when people step out on a limb and they're not afraid to just be expressive or try something that, like you said, like maybe not be kind of in their wheelhouse or like their comfort zone, but then they do. And then they kind of, it really works for them. It brings them joy. Exactly. And it's so funny because that bathroom originally was going to be like that. That's a guest bathroom. It, It doesn't matter. So like we were looking at just tubs with surrounds and then like, we're like, "Mm, we don't love that. And then 
a contractor came over and was like, well, just subway tile straight up. And I was like, speaking to the white subway tile, I was like, yeah. eh, <laughs> that sounds very white. Yes. And then, but him saying that though, is what made me consider tiling our guest bathroom. A big goal with the bathrooms was to tie in a lot of like the luxury hotel feels that I've had around the world. Um, I've been very grateful and very, very blessed to have been to some of the world's best, most luxurious hotels. And so I really wanted to tie in features that I loved um, from those places. And tile was such a big part of many of these places. None of them had tile as nice as mine, just throwing it out there. <laughs> but uh, of course not. But uh, it, it was very cool to really see, have that transition from, okay, it's going to be a tub with surround to, you know, we're going to use these large stone porcelain tiles to really make a wow statement. Well, we're so yeah. excited that the final result, it's like everything you wanted. Everything. We also would love to hear about the process. <laughs> the good, bad, the ugly, the hiccup. Sometimes it's hard, whether it's the contractor or a DIY experience. Tell us yeah. about the installation. <laughs> um, great question, Lindsay. So uh, ahead of time, everybody warned me that things usually go south on a project. Um, and I was like, I'm on top of things though. Like I'm going to be there every day. I don't know how anything will get past me. Like it's not, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be the exception. Well, jokes on me. I'm not the exception. <laughs> um, it, it really is amazing how much work goes into a renovation project. Whether it is DIY or you're hiring contractors, something is bound to go wrong. I had like document after document of like, even for my contractors, I had, I gave them about a 20 plus page printout of directions and organization and everything that goes together. Still things went wrong. So, um, Let's see, where do we want to start? Again, I want to preface it with the end result is amazing. Uh, everything came out absolutely spectacular. There are still some things we have to tweak and some contractors that have to come back. But from a product standpoint, it's everything we wanted. But the process wasn't easy. My big piece of advice to any new homeowner is making sure you're really vetting the contractors you're hiring. Um, and that sometimes what you're presented with, even if it's a really nicely laid out proposal, proposal, dig deep because essentially for me, I had somebody show up and sign a contract to somebody who I never saw on the site again. Um, so it was very difficult because I thought I was signing with one person and I had ended up being a whole different company. Um, make sure that they are licensed, make sure that the things that they are doing, um, if they're doing your electric, make sure that they're licensed. If they're doing your plumbing or contracting out your plumbing, make sure that they know how to do it properly. We had a situation where we built a new toilet room in our master bathroom and the plumbers um, forgot to run water lines to our new toilet room. They also messed up the height of our uh, all of the plumbing for all of our vanities in all three bathrooms. So the day the vanities were supposed to go in, they had to reopen. We'd already painted everything. They had to reopen all of the walls, change all of the plumbing, all of the height. Um, so there was a lot that went wrong. They broke some tile, which they got, they paid for. They laid some unevenly and then they're like, oh, we got to buy more tile. I'm like, great. So it uh, slowed down timelines. And again, that was, that was definitely a them thing. Um, so that was hard. Um, I 
am a very timeline or uh, oriented person. And let's just say we were supposed to be moved in by Christmas and we moved in end of March into a construction zone because we were done. Like I was just oh. like, we're done. We're moving in. We're moving into the construction zone. We're kicking out all the contractors. We'll have them come when they can, but like done. Um, yes. Glass wasn't installed properly. Like our shower door glass wasn't installed properly. Scratched some of the tile in the process. I was not happy about that. Um, grout wasn't done correctly. We actually were going to redo some of the grout because grout's popping out in places where there should, it's brand new grout. It should, it should right. be solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are things like that, that were devastating. And I think that for anybody doing a renovation project, you got to go with the flow and you got to know exactly what you want and really stay on top of it because I stayed on top of it all and things still went wrong. So I can't imagine being any less detail oriented and what would have happened like that. I think that's honestly what scares me the most because I was here every day, every single day since the day we started renovations, I was on site answering questions, very deeply involved. And there were still a slew of of issues that we are still resolving. And so my biggest word of advice is just like, stay diligent, ask questions, know what's going on and don't be afraid to point out when there are issues still worth it Every, every day because it's still me that's now in there. It still has my personality and my travels and my globally inspired home mm-hmm. exists now, even through that frustration. And I, I think that 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 supersedes all. Yeah, you have such a great perspective with the experience that you had. And it sounds like you guys did, you know, vets, contractors, like you did oh, yeah. search, you thought you knew what oh, you yeah. get. Looking back, if you were to do it all over again, would you do, would you go a more DIY route or in the end, are you glad that you went with contractors despite the chaos? So we did a really big project. So I'm glad we went with the contractors despite the hecticness and everything that happened. Um, we did demo the original bathrooms ourselves. Um, so like we took out a built-in tub and we took out the shower and we took out the old vanities. So we did do a good amount of demo ourselves, um, which obviously saved us time and money. I'm very grateful that my dad and my father-in-law, my fiance, they all just were like, we're going to tackle this. And I was like, I love you guys. But as for the actual framing and making our double shower and the toilet room and the vanities and everything, I am grateful that we hired somebody. And sometimes you have to weigh like, okay, I could either learn to do this or I could pay, pay a little bit more and have an expert or so-called expert, uh, <laughs> do it. And we're, we're really happy we use contractors. We do try to do the little DIY projects that we can on our own, but we definitely know what our limits are. Um, we're not scared of new projects. And I know my fiance is actually, he's inspired to learn how to tile after this project uh-huh. and to grout. He's very excited to learn how to do it himself. Um, and it could definitely be done. So last question, Sarah, what is to come for you that you're excited, (laughs) whether it's travel or new spaces in your home that you're getting ready to renovate? What's Yeah. So we will be renovating our sunroom and our kitchen next. Uh, Over the next few months, we're really pumped about it. Lots of exciting uh, designs in the works and we, we're going to be chatting about our kitchen flooring and backsplash soon um, <laughs> because we have some really, I'm very excited about what we can do um, in both of the rooms. And so those will have a good glow up soon. Uh, we kind of tackled our projects in order of priority. So started with the bathrooms, then into, you know, the bedrooms and the, and the home offices. And now we're into like kitchen and sunroom. So 
really can't wait to get started on that. And then travel wise, I head to California in a week and a half for um, a family friend's wedding. So that'll be really lovely. And we've got some super cool travel coming up later in the year and juggling the house and the travel has been quite an interesting experience, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Awesome. It was such a pleasure to talk to you today, to learn more about you and how travel is inspiring your home. Thank you so much. We're so grateful for the opportunity to collaborate and work with you and help your design visions come to life. Thank you. And you did. We love our tiles so much. It's amazing. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so so much, Sarah. And happy tiling. (laughs) Thank you.